0: Hello friends, and welcome back to Acting Like an Actor. I'm your host, Sophie Jordan Collins, and today we are joined by actor James Leon. James can be seen in films such as A Killer High School Reunion, The Resellers, oh, and a a small film you might have heard of called Barbie. We talk about transitioning from being an athlete into acting, how to come back to your inner child, and what he learned working with Ryan Gosling. Let's go! Are you rich? Are you famous? What have you been on? I don't really recognize you, and Neither does my mom. Can you laugh? Can you cry on command? I mean, you said you were an actor, man. What's your back to plan? is this it Dude, I'm just acting like an actor. So, James, (laughs) how did you get here? Tell us your story.
1: Um... So... I was originally born in Florida and, um, you know, I was on, tra- I was, I was under the notion I was going to go to just, you know, college, get a degree. And, um, you know, at the time I was very different though. Like the, the getting here is kind of strange cause I was very different back then, but, um, I'll get back to that. But, uh, I went to school in Pennsylvania, uh, got my bachelor's in biology and, um, you know. I kind of just had this moment when I came back home to Florida to my mom I'm really close to my mom um, you know me and my dad are close too but my mom's like my everything and uh, I was watching Creed and I was watching Michael B Jordan up there and um, one thing about me is I'm like fiercely passionate where it's like really bad not in a bad way but like it's very intense like I get okay. when I put my mind to something I go after it really hard and I've got this. I'm very spiritual to him, like a very spiritual, heavy spiritual kind of guy. So when I saw Creed, I said, "You know what? Well, I want to go to you know Los Angeles. I want to do th- do this thing, do this shit." And my mom was like, "Yeah, you I, for sure," and you know, and like she was like, "I totally can see it." My dad was like, "Dude, we just spent one hundred and fifty thousand on your medical school stuff," and um, I I was just like, "I know, but." like my heart is telling me something different, you know? And uh, I don't take those signs, you know, I, those are called uh, um, in the spiritual world, we call those uh, stumps. Like we, they're called like little things that you get in your body telling you to move on something. Uh, instinctively as a human, you get these all the time. When you meet someone for the first time and you feel a connection or when you do something and you feel good about it, or when some, your gut's telling you no, that's your body. That's that intuitiveness telling you yes or no. We all have it, but some people are more tapped into it than others. At that time, I didn't know that I was. I didn't have the consciousness to know that I was, but that was what the universe was telling me at the time. So I packed up my Jeep, and uh, I just left, and, and I got here. And another crazy thing is that when I got here, I had no idea where I was going. You know, I just drove. I drove to the little lab job I had, And I tried to find the nearest city, which is Encino. And I didn't know that was Encino until now. I've been here for about two years. So when I got to Encino, I just saw, hey, studios, because I I felt like I can afford a studio. So I was like, okay, what's the studio? So the landlord shows me the studio. I said, let's do it. I signed. Actually, crazy thing about that is I couldn't even get it that day because I didn't have a, a check. So I had to sleep in my car. at. At a parking lot in LA Fitness that I actually work out at, um, my first night ever in LA, and uh, I woke up the next morning, and I was like, "Damn, this is like crazy. What's going on?" Because this all happened within the matter of a week.
0: In order to get to LA, you just packed up everything in Florida and drove here. No plan. Did you know anybody?
1: No, I. The only people that I knew was like a Zoom acting class people, okay. but I I didn't know them. I kind of mm-hmm. just saw them on Zoom. So you know, coming here is just me. It was just. Like straight, pure, raw energy. Like, you know, that's it. The per, the vessel, the, the person I am now. Is, is looking back at that, I realized everything that was going on. I can see that there is a force that was guiding me because now I, I'm able to know. Okay, this is how I'm going to react in this situation, or this is how my ego is telling me this is what's going on. But back then, I was so kind of naive. And not in a a bad way, but in a good way to think that you don't know anybody out here and you don't have that much resources. What are you going to do? But that naiveness is what ultimately catapulted me to initially leave. Had I been too logical about things, I would have stayed.
0: Yeah. Where am I going to live? I don't know anybody. You wouldn't have made the job. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. And so prior to moving out here, what was your background with acting? Had you done it at all in college, mm-hmm. as a child, anything of that sort?
1: Um, no. So I, I'd never, acting, uh, when I started, I was uh, 21. Um, I'm 24 now. Uh, and I started just Zoom classes. It was just doing Zoom and um, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing like none at all the only thing i knew was like will smith and denzel watching them and like looking in the mirror and being like yeah yeah like doing it like just looking goofy but like i had no formal training and i started off i'm not i don't want to say any names but i started off in a really bad school too like a bad class they just we all we all have right (laughs) yeah yeah so like like i was just it was looking at what i can do now to back then i'm like what the what in the fuck was I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, this is crazy, (laughs) you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, I didn't really, uh, you know, I'm at a better place now, but you know, I uh, didn't start up too good, you know.
0: So once you moved to LA, what was kind of your next step in terms of acting? Did you try to get an agent right away? Mm -hmm. Were you self-submitting? Were you, what classes did you start taking? Everything like
1: that. Yeah, great question. So like, this is the part where like I say, like, man, like, where when you tr- when you really trust whatever you're doing it's it, everything seems to just fall f- in place for you and i didn't really have a plan but i knew the direction i was heading if that makes sense
0: you knew where you were going you just didn't know how you were going to get there exactly yeah
1: i was there's an analogy i like to make is when a when a boat takes off for sail the 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 captain of the ship knows where it's going but in a wild very big expansive treacherous sea there might be many turns to take there might be lots of heavy winds big tides but the the rudders the sail know exactly what direction it's pointing at for me i knew the direction i was pointing at i just didn't know what was going to come i didn't know how i was going to get an agent or manager how to navigate through it so i've made a lot of mistakes and and i say that because i i've, I've made just so many mis- i just sent emails that weren't written properly to managers and agents i tried to pitch myself in different rooms that weren't applicable to the situation i've, I've made many mistakes but the journey is truly the reward. The wins and losses don't mean anything. They just build character. But, um, you know, have I made mistakes? Yes. Am I gonna keep making mistakes? Of course. But the journey is just the the, the whole thing about it that's important. So, um, no, I, I didn't have any, um, knowledge. But I just kind of everything just kind of fell into place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you recall what was the first acting job you booked? Can you tell us that story?
1: Yeah, so the first acting job that I booked was with a gentleman. uh, It was a short film. And what's what's interesting about this one, I mean, not really interesting, was um, it was a self-submission on Actors Access. And when I, like I said, the school I was at, really bad acting i booked a job and the director which which is now like he he's like a big time director now and um we still stay in contact but i always think to myself like man you just like with that thing, you never know who you meet like doing stuff that you self-submit like you never know who you're meeting and that just and that and not to get off track but you know this self-submission of a short film that i did um, I built this relationship with this the director now that's doing these wonderful films and we and and I know he, he's got me you know in his sights and but it's more so that the power of knowing that I'm in the right place at the right time that and 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 here's why this is going to make sense. I feel as though a lot of actors will say like oh like I should have made that choice or oh that acting thing that I did here didn't make sense. And I think, no, you've got to understand that the acting part of it is just so small. And another big component of this whole thing that people forget is your energy and and the things beyond acting that you put into it. And I say that because I, this, I'm telling you, this was the worst acting self-tape i ever done in my life. It was so bad. I was just so like loud and had no sense of camera. It was so bad. This director now that that is is has this huge movie coming out booked me for a short film, and now looking back I'm like yeah well, you know sometimes, what's meant for you is just meant for you. That's it. There's no questioning it. So you can't question yourself. You dive yourself into a hole. You can't question what you do. You just just you know just know that you're in the right place. Everything you're doing is good. But you have to just have that burning passion and desire that's everything so um you know yeah that's that was the first thing i booked and, and uh yeah, yeah that short film so
0: i'm curious because i totally agree with you about that inner voice have you always been so in tune with that inner voice and do you have any advice because as actors we mm-hmm. can get so in our head mm-hmm. like you were talking about think overthinking things and mm-hmm. just being really anxious and things yeah. like that. So, do you have any advice for people on how to listen to that inner voice?
1: Yeah. So no, I've I've haven't been in tune with this inner voice. Um, forever. Forever. Yeah. This is the one thing I really like about life, and this is the thing I like to uh, to to. That's just it's just beautiful. Looking back at the person that I used to be, we. Man, this is gonna get this is really this is some this is like I'm giving you guys like this is some free game right here on life. This is this changed everything. This is this changed my life. Um when you grow up, you're this ball and you're a kid, and you are just so in touch with everything. You react to everything so new, everything you see for the first is so new to you as a kid. You know what happens? You go to the dinner table at a restaurant, you say Mom, I want this and mama want that. Bam, your mom slaps you. No, shut up. You're, you're being too loud. You go to the park. You do something that that's kind of weird. Your dad, hey, nope, don't do that. Nope, that's a slap to your inner child. The more hits you're taking from society, your parents, other people, the things you read, that ball you once were starts to get covered by all this shit. And... as you get older, you don't try to learn new things. You try to unlearn things, to get in touch with that ball, that kid that you were again, right? And that's really the inner voice in you. That kid in you is that inner voice, always screaming, saying, no, but this is how I really fucking feel. Even as a human talking to people, when when you're saying stuff that's not really true, you're like slapping that kid. Nope, don't say how you feel. Someone's disrespecting you, but you feel that they they have so much more power than you. You're telling, nope, shut up. They have more power than you. You are little. You're nothing. Don't say how you really feel. Let them disrespect you. You know, and and when I was able to think like, wow, growing up, man, I really like society took a toll on me because I started to realize like, man, James, like you're like. You kind of just like people pleasing, like you just you just are not. Something's off here, and I and I and it's not until I came to LA where I started to unpack a lot of shit. I went back. I said, okay, let me just just take all this stuff out. I I, I really just went deep into myself, and I said, all right, man, we got to get to that inner kid again. We gotta we gotta really like start to feed that inner voice. Am I gonna make enemies, or is everybody gonna like me? Fuck no. Do I care? No, because the people that do like me are gonna be right next door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all I'm here for, and, and and really, that's the that's that's the core of I believe a successful person. This this whole acting industry is merely more energy based than people give it credit for. They try to really put the, the, the pins and needles in how good your acting is when really you've got to look look internally and see, well, how good is my relationship to myself? How well, how good do I feel about myself? Because then when, when you at the core, if you can feel really good about yourself, if you can really say to yourself, I expect great things out of life. I, I affirm to myself that these doors of abundance are going to open for me that i'm an irresistible magnet to all that belongs to me everything starts to come to mm. you without you even having to try then it doesn't become a question of right or wrong did i do this right thing on this self-tape did i make a wrong choice here who gives a fuck? as long as you're fucking working and you're putting your 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 effort into it and you're like really confident in yourself and your skills and your belief that is everything there's there's um. A lot of schools of thought of, um, you know, yogism, Judaism, Christianity, the ultimate thing that ties all of these things together is belief. People put, you know, these little, you know, like when people say, oh, this is my good luck, uh, you know, thing right here. It's not the object that's the good luck. It's the belief in that object that is the fuel it's the catalyst of it mm-hmm. that makes us think that and that is um that's everything i know that was a lot but that's really the game that's the, the game of life
0: Yeah,
1: that's how you win that's really how you win and that's how i i've been able to to win that that's how i know like when i changed my thought processes and i've really unpacked and unscathed that inner child to get to that inner voice and to let it rip and be free that's when i started to notice the biggest shifts in my life
0: yeah no that was so beautiful um but no i totally agree i think we spend our whole lives yes you have this inner child inside of you and Mm -hmm. then life beats it down and beats it down and beats it down and then you're right as an adult you have to reverse it yeah that's important you're right for Mm -hmm. self-growth but especially as an actor because if you don't deal with that stuff you can't come to these characters authentically and you can't portray it authentically and you're right when you are authentic coming to these characters when you know who you are and you're like this is the way i'm going to do it people are attracted to that
1: yeah exactly part of
0: the reason i wanted to have james on here is exactly what you're saying because people see that. And mm-hmm. I saw that when I met you, we worked on a film together and I totally saw that, that yeah. things just come easy to you. Mm-hmm. In fact, I want, can you tell them how you became a part of the film mm-hmm. we worked on together? Because yeah. let me tell you the rest of us on this film, we we auditioned, Yeah, we went through it the normal process. That's not how James yeah. got this role. Yeah. He was the lead in this feature film. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So I was, I was at my restaurant job um, and by the way, I was a I was a, a food runner. I was I'm a I'm a biology graduate working as a food runner on the fuel of of the of the fact that I was I'm going to do this thing. So I, I coming into work. My head will always was very high. I, I will always like, you know, this this is all This is to fuel my my passion, you know, this journey that I'm on. So I came into work with just so much energy and had it not been that I don't think I would have ended up on that film or I don't think any of it, I would have ended up on that film. There's a certain vibratory uh, transmission of energy that I I, I, I know that I, I emit that people can can see it in my eyes and and, and when I went into work that day. It was 11 p.m., and I was I was just humming as I usually was, doing what I needed to do to be the person that I needed to be. And I remember I stopped in the restaurant, and, and there was this gentleman looking at me. And I it was like, you know, it's LA, he might be hitting on me, I don't know if he's looking at me. So, you know, he says, hey, come here. And I'm talking to the gentleman, he says, hey, I've got a movie I'm doing and you look like a perfect fit for one of the roles. And you know, I, and and in my mind, you see these certain things take in my mind. I'm like, Yeah, you see? I'm like, Yeah. You see how you, bro, when you when you live like this, what happens? You didn't you see what happens? And I was like, Yeah, dude, like that'd be awesome. Here's my Instagram, we'll talk soon. And and that was it. He, and then I remember I walked away and I was just like, Yeah, you see, I fucking knew it, like this energy is everything so i go home the next morning i send this i send rufus the 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 producer of the film i said hey it was a pleasure meeting you um i love to tur- i i texted him i'd love to turn in a self tape for that role i didn't say hey i'd be interested no despite him saying what he was saying i still was willing to go through the process and say i'll give you a i'm still willing to put in the work for a self tape I'll do the self tape to see if I'm right for it. I wouldn't. I didn't want any shortcuts at all. I. I was like, yeah. I'm. I'll give you a self tape, and he said, "You know what, man? There's something about you. The role is gonna be for you. I knew when I looked at you. I knew it was for you. And I, I that night. And listen, this not. It's it's this movie. Um. I mean, it, it's 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 it, it's special to me, but. It was more spiritual for me that I just kind of sat down and I just, like, I looked out into to the world and the universe and I said, I said, you know, I say this affirmation. I said, infinite spirit, keep opening the doors for abundance for I'm an irresistible magnet for all that belongs to me by divine right. And at the time... I didn't know how I was going to even feel on the set of the movie. And I think, you know, because from the experience of being on there, it was just bigger. It was just wonderful. And that's in and, and when we got on the set, you know, it was a seven day feature film. We had to crank things out a lot and, and it was hard, but it was something in the air that just was like, this was awesome. Like, this was so good, and this was fucking amazing. Nobody had – everybody was just humming. We just went. We just went for it. There was times where it got really – stuff started to seem like it was getting low, but it was like time to – guys, let's just go. Let's bring – let's get things up. And we we finished the movie. That's all that mattered. It, whether or not it comes out or not. But yeah. it was a part of my life that I'll never forget. And it's a story for me that I hold forever, of how I got this movie, and how the how not only how I got the movie, that's one thing, but how the movie went, and how what I learned from it, what I learned about myself, is a whole another thing. And it all ties together of just this, this thing of you've got to start acting the person that you want to be, you know, You've got to start moving, acting the way of the person you want to be, so that the things that that person's worth attracting will start materializing in the actual world, you know. So, yeah, that's how that movie came about. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm curious too, what are some practical things you did to get in touch with your inner child again?
1: Yeah, yeah, um,
0: did you do like. Journaling or like therapy, like really yeah. practically how
1: to yeah. that. Happen? No, yeah, no, that's a great question. No, that's that's seriously a good question. So um honestly, I I didn't uh journal. I tried it, but it just wasn't that practical just to try to journal. No. What I did was I went out and I spoke to everybody. I went out it's by doing. Journaling in therapy is good. I'm not discrediting that. Me personally, I need to do it. I need to put action into something. And I just went out and said, bro, say everything that you fucking feel. So when I went out, I said, ma'am, I like your scarf, sir. You have wonderful taste. Are you guys on a date? Like, I just went out and said everything. And then it's like, oh, man, when I did that, everything like my whole person everything changed about me I felt so when I spoke I just I felt like I wasn't walking on eggshells with myself speaking yeah. I almost just spoke and I and I was like so firm in what I was saying to people that I, I didn't care how they felt not in a bad way but I mean I didn't care for approval or validation about anybody I was like I'm valid I'm already here I'm already here. I'm not, if I'm in your presence, I'm I'm not sorry to be in your presence. That's another thing. When people say I'm sorry, stop saying you're sorry. Sorry for what? For you are existing. You're meant to be like, sorry, get that out of your vocabulary. So I just did the practical thing I did was speak to everybody. I went out, I spoke, I said, hey, 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 hi, hey, hey, hey. Hey, and I wasn't afraid if anybody was around, was hearing me. Another thing I did was I just took my phone. I just started, like, taking pictures of myself. Like, like, really getting into my mind that nobody cares what you're really doing, man. True, yeah. nobody, like, people have anxiety that can be alleviated if you just realize nobody really cares about you. Unless, like, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, you don't mean anything. I just mean, like, dude, nobody really cares. Like, put up your phone in the gym. Do whatever. Nobody cares, dude. The practical thing that you can do is just to not care and do what mm-hmm. you feel like doing at every single moment. And if someone gets mad at it, you don't. You just say, "Well, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just living my life. Um, I, I I'm doing what I what I need to do." And another thing too that's practical is your words. The power in your words. Be very precise in your words. How you communicate with people. Everything. Every interaction is a frame. Whether or not you accept or reject the frame is on your own personal beliefs. So, for example, hey, do you really think that you're going to um, be the first black Superman? People have asked me that a lot. You don't have any credits. You're gonna. There's Michael B. Jordan. There's these other guys with credits. I said. The previous version of myself was like, yeah, man, you're right. Fuck. Oh, man, yeah, I should just quit. Yeah, I'm not going to win. But now I just all I can do now is smile and say, you know what? Yeah, you're that's true, but fear not for I am a human dynamo and I will get all that I desire. And I have many people look at me and, what the fuck are you talking about, buddy? And I'm like, you don't need to worry about it. My words is powerful and the infinite spirit hears me. And when you do that, your your own personal confidence starts to over, overrun what people say. People can tell you anything. Hey, man, you're you're not gonna get that. They're like, no, fear not, for I am a superman. For all that I want and desire, I shall have. And they have. It has no control over your inner state. Your life is your life, and your frame is everything. So if your inner state is very secure, other people cannot. You're impenetrable. You're unconquerable. You're your own master of your own fate, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: yeah because anything anybody says to you it doesn't matter because doesn't your self worth comes from within yeah. so it sounds like that was the biggest thing that transformed your life was realizing your self worth comes yeah. from within it comes it's from not within. it doesn't come from anything external yes. which gives you so much power as an actor because so much power as me. an actor what are we constantly trying to do people yeah. please get yeah. this role and I think too another reason people are so drawn to your energy is you don't give off that desperate yeah. LA energy that a yeah. lot of actors do I'm sure yeah. you come across it all the time oh, of people man. trying to yeah. please And to show off, but um, yeah, when you know who you are, it's so funny. Not only are you fulfilled because you know who you are, but others are attracted to that energy. Exactly, opportunity is attracted to that energy. Oh man, that's beautiful. Together, yeah.
1: Um, Uh And another thing, here's here's a really anybody watching this, I would suggest you you repeat this to yourself every single day of your life. Let's start off with your ego. Your ego can destroy you if you let it. Your ego has conditioned you to react in certain situations that you're accustomed to based on your past experiences. I'm going to repeat that. Your ego has conditioned you to react in certain situations because of your past experiences. Before I get on to the next segment of that, I'm going to give you an example so you really solidified that statement. Your ego, meaning let's say you're a guy, And you have got rejected by a girl. So then your ego says, fuck, man, you're shit. You got rejected. So then the next girl you talk to, she rejects you. What happens? Your ego says, oh, man, you're shit. Your ego, you go to the next girl, you talk to her, she rejects you. Oh, man, you're shit. That starts to become part of your neurology. Your ego starts to reaffirm how you react in that situation when you get rejected. So that every time you get rejected, that was, that's what continues to happen and it'll continue to happen. If we can talk about this in actor terms, let's say for example, oh, I turn in a self tape, I didn't book the role. Fuck, I suck. Oh, I turned in a self tape, I didn't book the role. Oh, I suck. Your ego will start to constantly feed that and reverberate that so that every time you get a self-tape, you expect it to the same thing to happen. Now, here's where, here's where you, you come into the being the master of your fate. Understanding your ego, knowing that your ego is never going to go away and that it's always going to be there, you must direct it in what direction you want it to go. So I say to myself, I'm on a journey that most people will never undertake and I'm going to learn things that most people don't get to learn. That means that I'm going to fail a lot, and even look dumb at times. But who I am as a person weighs far more than trying to please my ego. And because of that, at the end, I will go much farther and grow much faster doing the things that most people will never do. I would, re- I would say that to yourself every day. If you understand that, then you understand your life. Then you understand that if something doesn't work out it wasn't meant to be and you move on and you make the best out of the situation to get your ego to start to shift the paradigm on how you view things so that you can go into every situation fresh and in the moment Mm -hmm. without having the trauma of past experiences
0: yeah, that's so good. Your ego is a liar, too. Because liar. you're right. It's based on past experiences. But yeah. this is a new moment and a yeah. new experience. So, yeah, that might have happened in the past and that might have been negative. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that this moment is negative. And you're exactly. right. When you bring that negative energy in, yeah. then you just bring it in. It repeats yeah. itself. It re- so the ego must die. It must die.
1: To, it must yeah, die. And you time. might... the The beautiful thing is knowing that you are going to fail a lot and even look dumb at times. But who you are as a person, far it outweighs the need to please the ego.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I always tell people, this is kind of a TikTok trend right now, but everybody's like, embrace the cringe. And I kind of love that. Just mm-hmm. like embracing doing what you want and doing the things. Like you said, yeah, whipping out your phone, doing whatever feels right to you, because yeah. that's all that matters at the yeah. end of the day. 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, I want to do a little pivot here. Can okay. you talk to us about social media and mm-hmm. your growth on there because on your TikTok, you do kind of talk about some of this stuff yeah. I noticed, yeah. the, like self-growth and motivation yeah. things like that. Yeah. Where does this fall into things? Was did that all happen post LA? Mm-hmm. I do want to give him a little shout out too. He's got 1.7 million yeah. TikTok followers. Random yeah. <laughs> um, little flex. But.
1: Yeah. Um so No, so the thing about like social media is like you 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 curate what you want quite literally what you want the world to see right so mm-hmm. um you know when when i first when i first started doing like TikToks and i was more into TikTok, but when i first started doing it i was doing just like little random stuff and stuff would start to blow up so i'd start to redo it and it was just mostly like motivational stuff or like doing pranks or something like that but um the 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 content shifted when i came to la because i changed and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I couldn't do the things that the person that I was before. Um, I like to say that life is a, is a, is like a process of reinventing yourself continually. So um, every time, every day I'm a different person, every I'm, I'm a better person. So ultimately like, you know, with the TikTok stuff, I started to just try to, okay, let me just like rebrand this to stuff that I like, like doing, which is like motivational and like, uh, working out and just kind of like just going out and doing like little vlogs or whatever. And I, am not as big, I don't do it as much now, but I I believe if you're, you know, if you're an actor and and social media is something you want to partake in, cool. Just make sure it it just aligns with everything that you want to do. And you're not, you know, being stupid and you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, you know, if you don't want to do it, it's not going to make or break you, you know? Um, it's more so of a choice you know because on the flip side i know a lot of content creators that have millions of followers but you know don't necessarily want to do movies and Mm -hmm. can't do movies because they don't have you know a certain kind of training but that's where it comes to being very very specific on what you tell the universe and what you tell yourself what you want and i'm very specific on what i want so i'm more so into the craft of getting becoming a good artist and crafting my own artistry and and being my uh, a entertainer i'm more focused on that and i'm very specific on what i want to do with that it's more than the you know social media stuff which it, it helps to do it um i've did a couple of things with like black superman and stuff like that but i just didn't rely on that i'm also you know really deep in, into the, you know becoming a better craftsmanship of of, of of acting and um you know so it's just like being specific on what you want if you want to do skits on there, great. Just, you know, that's what you want to do. But it's, it's a personal thing, I would say. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I love that. I think coming to social media authentically and yeah. if you enjoy it. But yeah. you're right. Sometimes people try to force it. Like, oh, I need a following or yeah. I have to do this to blow up. And yeah. then it just comes off as forced. You yeah. don't enjoy it. So, yeah. Exactly. Do it if you want to and don't if you don't. Yeah. Um, I know you just brought up the craft of acting a yeah. little bit. Do you want to tell us a little bit about... Um, what your training mm-hmm. has been the past couple of years yeah. how you approach your roles yeah. what your current training is etc
1: yeah. yeah yeah so um so in the past you know schools that i've been to uh it was always like um just practically speaking uh just like kind of like line readings almost just like oh say it like this say it like that say it like this say it like that um and j- just to just to stay on that when you do that you are practically saying to the world i'm just putting what i think you want here and and i'm this is all that i just how the lines are written is what i'm going to do and if you you go back to when you were a kid and you said um watching a movie and you went into the parking lot and you just like started to play and you were so unhithered by that you were more so just like imagining like using your imagination to be like, oh, I'm like a Star Wars guy. And you were so much better than than you are that, oh, I'm going to break down every verb on this line. And you got to think, which one do you want to be, you know? Not saying that you take away the work of breaking down a script, that's perfectly fine. But you've got to say, what is my, what art am I bringing to the industry? what is my legacy what is my stamp on my work that makes me me every single a-list actor you see has a stamp on their work on what it, on what they do you got to ask yourself if i do it how my coach is telling me am i leaving my own personal stamp on my work so that people can start to find me instead of me always trying to find them do i want to be found or do or you know what I'm, you got to these things is you you got to think about and i'm not even talking about act acting per se it's almost just like a mindset thing so my training now is um and how i approach something is very practically you know for anybody watching is i i first look at a script or a scene and i just think what's going on That's the, what's like what's going on Why am I saying these things? I'm like doing the work that a traditional actor would do. But that's it. It stops there. The next part is, okay, little kid James, what are you gonna do to make this shit like like yours? All right. Like think about and I always I do this, I was like, think back when you're a kid, you know, the character breakdown says a guy like James Bond or like the guy is like a villain. How would a kid play a villain? Like what would he do? Like, you know, what would what would like you know, what would what would that be like? And that's how I that's kind of how I go about it. And I start to, you know, in my little room, my studio, I walk around how a villain would walk and I start to I talk like it and then I kind of like then I go to the back to the words and I like start to just like kind of play around with it like a little kid again and um I always say to myself, you know, uh the school that I'm at it's it's like a cinematic class and we don't do line. We don't do any of that. We don't really talk about acting at all. More so, we talk about like, okay, uh, let's. He, so my instructor would say, pretend like you know you're on a first date. How would you how how would you deliver these lines? And we'd say the whole page that way. And it's that is far more interesting than to like break it down to how the traditional acting schools would say, okay, start off the scene like this, but then start to make it argumentative here and then he, mm-hmm. no, because that's just not interesting what's more interesting is to see a like a real human like like doing something and then you have you know you add it you add in you know stuff and it's a it's a, it's much more complicated than than uh i can't really articulate it that well but um the best way i can i can say it in practical terms is be a little kid again that's like the, the and use your imagination talk with your eyes first before your mouth um, another thing is um, you gotta think right in this city of Los Angeles there's so many fucking actors a lot of people are gonna be right for the role make the choice that's might get you fired Um, leave your stamp on your work man leave your leave whatever it could be the wrong choice bro but fuck it at least it's your stamp your work and just do it man be different you know, not for the sake of being different, but I mean, be different to be you. You know, and um, yeah, that that's uh, that's 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 all I got for that.
0: Yeah, no, that's so good. Yeah. I think too. Again, it comes back to like actors really getting in their head, like trying to find the motivation behind why they say these things and yeah. da da da. But I totally agree with you. That's not real because yeah. even like. As a person i'm not thinking right now okay why am i saying these yeah. words to jane yeah. what's the passion exactly. like now i'm just talking i'm just being yeah and that's oh my really God. what it that's is such, yeah acting is just being present and wow. the minute you get out of your head is when the most beautiful moments happen because yeah. i don't know if you feel this way but when i'm acting the minute i get up in my head and start thinking like oh i should say it this way yeah. my performance is shot my yeah. best moments are when i'm present yeah when i'm looking at the person when i'm talking yeah. when we're having those moments
1: yeah 100 so. and uh just another thing too with that you just brought something up that's very important is um don't be the uh what's the word the this is going to sound a little counterintuitive you will accomplish more by caring less what i mean is don't be such a serious fucking actor like I've met so many actors that are like, yeah, like in my scene, I, I just, I don't feel like this is right. Like, they're like, yeah. So I, I break down my script, like, oh no. And they have all this writing on their script and stuff like that. And and then I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, okay, this is the kind of, imagine bringing that to someone and like, okay, so we have 30 minutes to shoot. This, she needs to break down her script like this. And she has to, no. You want to be the actor that's like, hey we gotta shoot this can you remember that and make that look like a movie can, you want to be that actor and that actor right there is the one i can look at it and say yeah i mean yeah i can imagine like when i was a little kid if this like oh yeah cool yeah i can do that yeah easy and th- all your favorite actors they that's how they are that's how they are that's really like the, all your favorite actors go back to that sandbox um and they just like what uh, so in the Barbie movie i had a chance to see Ryan Gosling get into character i sk- kid you not we were on set greta gerwig said uh Ree and ryan were having a conversation he was asking me where it was, i was like whoa, this is like bro you're i like i fucking love you um and i'm just like like my he's like my man crush like i i fucking love him i love this guy and um greta says okay uh sound speed this guy in a second just like does this thing and he gets into his little Ken mode, and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, this is awesome, and um, we do the scene, cut. He gets, he's like, yeah, so man, what, um, you know, what's, what's going on? She says, sound and he's like, and she's like, cut, he's like, yeah, so James, like, yeah, man, you see, you like, you work out a lot. She says, sound speech and then he's back to his Ken little mode, and then cut, and I would for the to see your favorite actor like he just goes into it like a beast that showed me everything i needed to know don't be so fucking serious be a kid enjoy it you will have so much you will have so much more fun you would look like a less inhibited person don't be that serious actor that's walking around like oh mm, no i've got to go to class or or not, not that but like oh i've got to make sure my pauses are filled with this and that and dude just care a little bit less train hard work hard let it go care a little bit less and live on to see another day
0: it's also that thing too where when you like hold on to something so tightly it's almost like it runs away from you but you're right the minute you let things go it's like it comes to you and it finds you yeah um i do want to make a little pivot can Mm -hmm. you tell us how you got involved in Mm -hmm. barbie and kind of how that came to you
1: yeah 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 so um first off met my manager I was in Rouse. I just got done jogging. Went in just to get a water. It's another thing. I went in to get a water, and she's in line, like in the because the fridges. You know how the fridges are in front of the little. I just grabbed the water. She's on the other side on her cart. She grabs my hand, and, I, and I'm like, "Excuse me," and she's like, "Oh, are you an actor?" I said, "Yeah, I, I kind of just moved here. I don't really know what I'm, you know, what's going on." <laughs> she's like. I'm a talent manager, let's have coffee tomorrow morning. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then like, I went back on my run, and then it's like, I was like, all right, cool. I mean, Shit, this is like, whoa, it's crazy. Go and meet with her, and she knows a mutual friend of mine, this guy that, um, that actually kind of also like, when I was doing TikToks, he told me to come out to LA. Um, his name was Ty. And she's like, "Oh, you know Ty," and I'm like, "Yeah." And, I, and then, um, and at the and after the coffee thing, we didn't. I didn't hear from her for about a week. And Ty was like, "Hey, do you have a manager?" I said, "No." And He was like, "Oh, I know a lady. Um, send me your info." So he sent it to her. And then I get a call. And she's like, "Hey, you're the guy from Star. You like we met at Starbucks." And it's the same lady. And I said, "Wow." She was like, "What? Yeah." She's like, "Hey, we're just going to do it, you know, put me on your actors access whatever." And we did it. I said, "You know what? This lady believes in me. I'm just going to go with it. Let's do it." We go through, you know, we do auditions and you no, know, I get I'm getting some really good stuff and that's when the first Barbie role. I went up for three different roles in Barbie. The first one was um, um it was a a guy, a guy on the beach. I didn't hear back from that. And I got a second request for uh, the lifeguard. And then the third one I got was for uh, Muscular Guy on the Beach. So I didn't hear from anybody, months months go by, not months, but like a uh, couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I get a phone call. She says, hey, Mr. Lifeguard, you ready to be a Barbie? I said, what? And she was like, yeah, you, you got it. And I was like, oh fuck, let's go, let's do it. What's crazy though, is like the other two roles they weren't with any of the kids, and like Ryan Gosling's. What? Oh
0: my God! Yeah, yeah, you got the only role yeah. where you actually interacted because yeah. he literally he talks to Ryan in the scene.
1: Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, James. and I and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's the one because I when I was reading this, I was like, no, I wanted the lifeguard one because yeah. that was like when they sent me the third one, I was like, holy shit, I hope they really give me the one that was for the uh the the lifeguard one. Long beho- lo and behold, it's the one I got, and um. I almost was like wow like the way I met this my manager then everything happening the way it did and then here's another thing I mean at the time you know when when I got when I got it I was like Barbie movie yes sounds awesome Seeing with Ryan Gosling cool but I didn't know it would be what it is now yeah. which was like the other thing was like holy fuck yeah. like coming back to it now I'm just like Phew. like I was probably on screen for fifteen seconds, but it was just like a lot of things. Like
0: it's a good little chunk, though. Yeah, He's got a good little spot. Yeah, in there and, I, for and sure. like
1: that little, like I was. It was like just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like m- like, it, I didn't know. I mean, you know, it could have done anything. It could have been bad, but the way it shook the world was like, "Whoa, this is cool to be a part of this shit." You know, and like I was like, "Man, if if if." You know, it's just, uh, man, it's crazy. So,
0: yeah. It's so wild to me how these opportunities just find you. Yeah. But what's also respectable about you, too, is like you do put in the work. Yeah. It's not like you're one of those people who's like, I'm just manifesting. Yeah. Like you, you put in the action yeah. as well. Yeah. So these things yeah. do come to you. Yeah. Um, as we come to a close here, mm-hmm. I want to ask you one final question yeah. What is your advice to young James? Mm-hmm. Maybe like right when you first moved to LA or you're first Mm -hmm. beginning this self-discovery journey, what's something you would tell him?
1: Um, Something I would tell young James is, um, stop, don't even worry, do not worry. It will work out at the end. Um, A lot of the times I found myself like, before worrying a lot stressing a lot and at the end of the day all those worries and stresses always work themselves out and the times that i spent worrying and stressing were for nothing where i could just be living and if that's something i could tell myself i would say dude don't worry about don't, don't worry about where you're going to live you you'll figure it out don't worry about how this is going to get paid. Something will, is going to come up for you. Don't worry about if X, no, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And that's what I would tell them because everything works out for you at the end. When you say to the universe and you tell yourself that, listen, everything just works out for me, everything just works out for you.
0: It does. And, and it, it has. Does. Look where you're yeah, at now. So yeah, hey, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the segment we always end with, it's called the fast frisky five. So mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot five questions at you. Just rapid fire. And okay. the first thing that comes to your mind, I'm Okay. close from there. Okay. So the first one is favorite quote. Um,
1: fear not, uh, need, fear not for I am a Superman. I will have all that I desire.
0: Love that. What's something in LA, not a lot of people know about. So maybe like your secret favorite restaurant or like a fun place.
1: Ooh, um, Spicy rigatoni at Ospie in Venice Beach.
0: What's your favorite line in a
1: movie? Um Um Wakanda Forever.
0: <laughs> Love it. Pickles, yay or nay. No. All right. And then finally a recent obsession of yours.
1: Um Trader Joe's almond filled pretzels. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Ten out of ten.
0: Okay, James, anything you wanna leave our acting like an actor guest
1: with? Um I I uh guys, I, I just I'm gonna just leave you guys with this. I'm gonna repeat it one more time. Your ego is never gonna go away, it's always gonna be there, so you must direct it where to go. So tell yourself that I am on a journey that most people will never undertake. I will learn things that most people will never learn. And in doing so, I'm going to fail a lot, and I will look stupid at times. But who I am as a person far outweighs the need to please my ego. And at the end, I will go farther and grow faster doing the things that most people never do. Say that to yourself every day and watch the miracles happen.
0: Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next week.